Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Today, I'm talking with Paul from a band called Restless Spirit. They have a new album called Blood of the Old Gods, available now. Uh, our, well, first off, uh, welcome welcome to the show. How are you doing today, man? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you guys are a, a Long Island band, right? Yep. And so that's that's where you are right now, Long Island, New York? To talk it, exactly, yep. Right on. So uh, you guys uh, are, are spread out, or are you all in the same location these days? Uh, we're all mostly Eastern Long Island. Cool. Right on, man. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was curious about, um, you know, growing up in Long Island and stuff, uh, pretty, pretty cool scene there. There's all kinds of death metal bands, really good hardcore bands. Uh, what were some of, uh, early on, like what were some of the bands that you got to see like in Long Island? And obviously there's like a good melodic pop punk and all kinds of good stuff from Long, Long Island. Yeah. Um, like, for what I'm into, Long Island is not really the best. Uh, sure. If you're super into hardcore, then you literally cannot get better. Like, yeah. end of story. Best in the country. Um, I mainly traveled. We, you know, we're not too far from the city, so every time I'd want to see a band, uh, I'd have to go into the city or Brooklyn, something like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, bands are bands would come here now and then. Uh, now we're starting to get some pretty cool shows like... Uh, uh, we played with Crowbar a while back in Amityville. Um, and then Paul Bear has played here. So Amityville has been pretty. That's that's the place to be if you want to see some bands. Um, but uh, as far as growing up, uh, honestly, nothing. <laughs> no one really used to come here. Um, I, I, like, I think some band. actually, sorry, some bands used to come through this venue when it was called uh ollie's ollie's point mm-hmm. i think like even that was where i don't know if you like that that band coheed and cambria but mm-hmm. i think they filmed their video for uh favor house at that venue 
I don't know why, but they did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like New York City, you you also can't get better than that for pretty much anything. Yeah. So I I've seen pretty much everything there. Well, then in, in New York City, making the trek out to, you know, over uh, to New York City, what was your earliest memory of seeing live music then? Okay, my first show was in 2005. It was OzFest. I went with just my dad. Yeah. Uh, I think that was Jersey. So I've been traveling to see bands forever. You know, yeah. Jersey and New York City is basically where I'd have to go. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, growing up, a lot of bands earlier on their on their career, like Mastodon, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. Danzig, more times I can count. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen Typo Negative like six or seven times. Yeah. Uh, it, some really cool stuff has come through. I, I saw Celtic Frost and their like reunion thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all those like all my earliest memories of of seeing music is sort of like those, I guess you know legacy bands. Because uh, I, I really wanted to go and see a show, you yeah. know, I wanted to see like a concert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, for stuff like that, it's like you you can't ask for anything better because everyone's always going to come through here, and if they don't, they'll come to Jersey or Philly, and and both those places are not, you know, it's within arm's reach. Who's joining you today? What's your cat's name? Oh, this is a dog. Oh, uh, okay. Hi. <laughs> Sorry to. <laughs> Her name is Judith Priest. Uh, awesome. Judith Priest. Yeah. I like it. She's, yeah. She's uh, very small and very loud. <laughs> but hopefully she won't be making any noise right now. Yeah. Well, okay. So your dad brings you to OzFest. Was he a, was he a rocker? Or is yeah, he a I, rocker? I, I, I guess he was a rocker. He loves rock music. Yeah. Um, basically, like growing up, he, show, he, was, he was always listening to... Uh, Led Zeppelin, Black mm-hmm. Sabbath, Almond Brothers. So uh, I never really went through any phase where I had to like discover my own type of music. I know it's like kind of maybe corny or like elitist to say, but I, I've been listening to the same stuff since I was like four or five. Yeah. Just because it almost became like a comfort thing or like a bonding thing for me and my dad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he'd show me all these VHS tapes, like the song remained the same uh live and loud so i i grew up i i, I have really good memories of uh, i went to a, a catholic preschool and this is right around the time i think it was like 95 96 or something maybe earlier i don't know it doesn't matter but uh i remember i i think it was osmosis came out yeah um and i remember, I remember that distinctly yeah my dad picking me up absolutely blasting perry mesa nice and uh my i guess teachers or whatever daycare people were like appalled <laughs> nice yeah that's all that leave an impression with them that now they know where this kid got it from i like it yeah and it left an impression with me too you know it's sort of uh i don't know it it it, it was so ingrained in me this whole mm-hmm. lifestyle and genre of music that it's like i couldn't get away from it if i tried i just i wouldn't know what to do so your dad, uh, I would imagine then kind of nurturing your, your love of wanting to, to play music then I would imagine. Right. Oh, he's amazing. I mean, I'm so lucky to have the parents that I do and, yeah. and how they support us and the band 
you know, I know a lot of a lot of dudes in bands. There's my family is always like telling me to get a real job, this and that. Yeah. Like my dad thinks I'm the greatest thing in the world. It, it, awesome. Every single day, he he comes to every show he can. He's always wearing my band's merch. That's sick. Um, I, yeah, I'm really really lucky in that regard because not a lot of people are fortunate to have that peace of mind. Yeah. Dude, that, um, it, that is really cool, man. And, and so, you know, always put, put a t-shirt aside for your dad and he's, you know, rocking out with you guys. He probably listens to the album, the new album. It's, it's awesome, dude. Yeah, no, it, it's super awesome. Like I, I know most of my friends, their families always like getting on their case and stuff. Sure. And I was actually talking about this in my band the other day because, uh, you know, they're just complaining and stuff. Cause I'm sure it's annoying. They have to hear it from all angles. Like, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, actually, I've never had that problem. That's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> That's cool, man. So, so um, I, I was curious about uh, when, you know, on the, on the new album and, you know, you, you, you have a great singing voice. Um, Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. Um, if, and you know, if you haven't listened to it yet, check out the new album, blood of the old gods, but um, so you have a great singing voice. When did you discover that, you know, you're a great singer because you know a lot of this music that we listen to you know a lot of harsh vocals a lot of like you know brutal or like heavy stuff when did you notice that like you could really belt it out uh i never did i uh when we were recording our first ep basically our first first ep before you know we really found our sound yeah uh was just my bass player mark doing all death metal vocals and he wrote all that stuff, but we wanted to like, we were like, let's write music that like we really want to hear, not just yeah. like what we think we're capable of. Yeah. And uh, so we wrote all these songs and I never did demos. I never did anything. It was sort of just like, if this doesn't work while we're in the studio, we're absolutely screwed. Yeah. Never sang in front of anybody, never wow. really practiced or did anything. So I got on the mic and I was like, I was nervous, <laughs> yeah. but I, I just opened my mouth and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I can do this. And everyone was like, why did you, why did you never tell us you could do this? I was like, I didn't know I could. Yeah. And that's, that's honest to God, the truth. I, I that's just, cool. yeah, it, it's very natural. Um, yeah. e- even like singing and playing at the same time, because I do all the guitar work and, and vocals. It just, it just makes sense. Yeah. I don't really have to, uh, yeah, I'll I'll play everything, and uh, I'll work out what I'm going to do vocally in my head, and then uh, I I like I won't be able to get it. I won't be able to get it, and then I just stop thinking about it, and it works. Actually, uh, this is the first album we ever did where where I recorded uh, vocals on the demos. Mm. So I did I did a lot more work this time, sort of really trying to. Uh, perfect it mm-hmm. and uh get like the harmonies and and you know not having to sort of just like fly by the seat of my pants and, and be sort of worried that i won't be able to express what i'm trying to do in the studio yeah i i think that's the biggest um to me that's definitely the biggest difference between this album and, and the other ones because uh even even in the, the previous album uh i if if I had done what I did on this album and actually worked on the vocals ahead of time, uh, I I personally uh, would probably like the result better. Yeah. It's just for whatever reason, it, it it was this thing that I was like battling against. I was like, 
I don't want to sing. I don't want to do this, but I, I like the end result. I just didn't like the process. So I, I sort of had this like internal battle where I just needed to, to get over myself and like, all right, I, I sing for this band. It is what it is. You know, put yourself out there, man. Be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That, that, that was definitely an issue before this. And now, you know, it's still a little nerve wracking because uh, I don't know. I'm more comfortable with it than I was, but I'm still not like, if you ask me what I do in the band, I would just be like, I play guitar. (laughs) And then you come see us like, Oh yeah, by the way, I also sing. (laughs) Yes. It's not something I, because someone has to, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I love it. You know, it's a really great way for me to express myself. And I think that uh, we've begun to found a style that we think sounds like, it, it sounds like us and, and we're yeah. comfortable with it. So uh, I, I'm definitely better with it now, but going back to the original question, uh, I never discovered that I could. And I fought with myself for years and yeah. years and years. And until this year, when we really got back in the studio and we were like, we're doing this for real. We're going to make the best album that we can. Yeah. And uh, no one person internally was going to like stand in our own way you know Let, let's do this uh, uh, to the best of our abilities which i don't think we did before this to be honest because of things like that coming into your own that's awesome and and and, mm-hmm. and really you know, fulfilling that identity that you guys maybe see in, in your own head and that you want to establish and from an outsider perspective you know if i were to just pick up this album you know I think the name is very fitting for the sound now and how it's evolved. I think that's a perfect name. Like just picturing like the album artwork, the names, Restless Spirit. Yeah. Restless Spirit. Uh, just the name Restless Spirit and the album cover. Uh, it's just, it's perfect. It's perfect for, you know, the sound. So I just wanted to put that out there. Thank you. And, and that's another thing where it's like, there wasn't really much thought put into any of that. We just, uh, we were just, I know, I know it sounds ridiculous, but, everything just came so naturally. Sure. So uh, we were just like doing what we felt like the, the whole album cover and, and even the name, like uh, the name as, as silly as it is, it came from a, a quest in Skyrim. <laughs> nice. <laughs> something about some like angry, restless spirit, something. Yeah. And uh, I saw that. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm going to name the band that. And you know, it didn't, you know, it just, it was what it was. And then the album cover also it's a, it's Frank Frazetta piece. Um, I think it's called uh, Red Moon, Black Mountain, and he painted it in, I want to say 1981, maybe 1982. And uh, I've been a fan of Frazetta my whole life. So I was like, all right, if we're really going to do this, like we decided I want to get something that I can really connect with. And I was just going through some of his paintings. I was like, that's what we're using. And I sent a bunch to the guys in the band and they all agreed. They're like, that's, you know, that's what we want. Yeah. So everything just really came together really naturally. That's awesome, man. Well, okay. So, you know, was this album specifically written and, and, and made and recorded and everything during the pandemic? We wrote the entire album in, I want to say one month, uh, last January to early February, Mm -hmm. me, me and John, uh, he plays drums. We just yeah. got into a jam room and uh, every single session we came out with a new song and we had to stop ourselves because we were like, we want to put this on vinyl. We don't want to spend too much because we're doing this all ourselves. Yeah. 
Uh, so we want to keep it to just two sides. Yep. Uh, so we got it to about 40 minutes and we could have kept going, but I was like, let's, you know, let's work, let's work with what we have. Actually, I think he had to stop me because <laughs> I, want, I want to do more, but you know, we were trying to, trying to be smart about this and, and give something that's like concise and it gets the point across. Um, so yeah, I guess you call the pandemic record. So there Definitely. are more songs in the bank ready to be made. Oh yeah. I, we're, we're going to start with our next album. Uh, probably we have a record release show January 23rd, and then we're going to start writing again. And honestly, pr- we'll probably have a new album ready to be recorded in March <laughs> the way that we go. Cause you know, we're just animals when it comes to getting stuff done. That's awesome, man. So what's it like, you know, being back uh, to shows, you know, obviously it was like, at least here in Seattle. And, you know, there was a good portion where, you know, I, I uh, didn't get to go to shows for a long time, you know, different parts of the world. You could go to shows at a varying degree, but for me, I went back to a black Dahlia murder show it was immediately sold out. And that went from never going to a show for 17 months to sold out black Dahlia murder show. So it was just kind of like, boom, right into the middle of it. What was it like for you guys to, to go out there and, and start playing? Uh, it, it, it felt, weird yeah um but also very like it felt like the time was right for the way that everything happened but it it was definitely like a a culture shock you know you go from not seeing anybody for so long to seeing everyone (laughs) and being in close proximity and you know people be like drinking putting their masks down and sort of just you know so it's still to me it's still i'm still adjusting to be completely honest you know it, it doesn't seem, I guess, maybe that long if you really think about the time when there were no shows to mm-hmm. when there were, but that's a long time to be without human contact. Um, if you really think about it, I mean, I toward the end before the pandemic, I was going to shows like all the time, you know, just like a couple of weeks if I had nothing else to do, and, and then it went from you know, uh, a, an embarrassment of riches as far as shows I get to go to to nothing, so it you know, it did seem like a long time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, it, I don't know. It, everything gets so distorted sure. with, with this whole thing because it felt like forever. And then it felt also like it was just like a week, you know, yeah. it, it was this weird thing where I'm sure like a lot of people are experiencing that everything it's just strange. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, you could describe, try and describe it all you want, but it's just, at the end of the day it's just bizarre mm-hmm. and uh so I, and to be completely honest the whole pandemic thing while i was like itching to get out there and, and do stuff it sort of it sort of gave me like a uh, a fresh start and it kind of felt nice to not be doing anything or really worrying about the rat race and yeah. you know putting stuff out and touring and, and this and that um so in that regard you know, it was a horrible thing going on. It's very dangerous and very scary. But yeah. in terms of my perception of the way I see things, it it was really helpful in, in just leveling the playing field and helping me realize that at the end of the day, like, yeah, this like this really matters to me, but it also doesn't matter at all sure. in the grand scheme of things. And everybody in this whole scene 
and in the world of music, we're all just trying to do the same thing. We're all just people, you know, like you see videos of like Rob Halford, the metal God, just like playing with cats or whatever in his underwear, you know, just like live streaming from home. So stuff like that is really like, wow, we're all human. Yeah. Dude, absolutely, man. And, 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 you know, what did you do personally to stay sane then? You know, you, you, you had this time to just, you know, downtime and you weren't, you know, out touring or out playing, you know, what, what did you do to stay sane? Um, I, like, honestly, not, not much changed in my life because I've always been somewhat of a shut in when I'm not sure. touring. Uh, I read a lot. I played guitar yeah. all day, uh, watched a lot of movies, same stuff that I normally yeah. do, to be honest. It was kind of nice for a little bit too, because, you know, I, I really like staying home. I really do. So uh, it was almost like, I don't have to make up excuses why I don't want to see people anymore. Sure. I could just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're all on the same boat, you know? So, so uh, same stuff, honestly. So uh, I, I, I don't do uh, radio full-time. I, I uh, do part-time uh, radio, but then also I have a job during the day. I work for a company that makes instruments. I'm a shipping guy. In, in this world, you know, unless you're like uh, Metallica, most people have, you know, a side gig, a part-time gig or a career on the side. Uh, did you work during the pandemic? And uh, do you have a normal, quote-unquote, normal job? Uh, no, not really. I, I mean, uh, I, I work at a family friend's cigar shop. Oh, cool. Um, but for a long time, you know, everything was closed. So it yeah. was just, you know, getting unemployment. And- mm-hmm staying home and really enjoying that time to just sort of uh go i don't know just distance myself from all the stressful things absolutely uh but no not nothing really interesting to talk about like in terms of like careers or stuff like that that's cool that you work at uh yeah they make harps and hammered dulcimers that's the the, oh that's really cool (laughs) so if you're interested in uh making a folk metal album yeah uh, you know just hit me up <laughs> so it's definitely it's definitely not guitar sound it's not we have a shop that has guitars um but the ones that we make in-house just folk just folk instruments harps and hammer dulcimers it's called dusty, awesome. dusty strings yep that's yeah I, i'm always super interested in in uh almost like uh not forgotten but uh you know uh stringed instruments that aren't really used that much these days niche yes niche yes. instruments absolutely yeah well when you come to seattle i'll give you a tour man that would be cool i would actually really like that awesome i will uh, i will take you off on that <laughs> totally man that'd be great um it uh always you know obviously you know pandemic uh precautions would need to be uh whatever but anyways we'll, we'll figure that out down the road um but so if you were having a stressful day, a crappy day during this crazy time we're living in, that's not a hard time to hard thing to imagine. If you're having a crappy day, or a lot of stress, what's a good album that you can go to, you can reach for that can bring you back to a good place. Um, whether it be, you know, re- letting go of some aggression, whether it be putting a smile on your face, uh, a happy album, a mean album, any anything, just an old standby that you can go to. October rust. A hundred percent um there's just like such an atmosphere that is like very synthetic and otherworldly yeah and uh it's also you know there's a lot of beauty in it yeah and it it really helps to relax you if you want to feel relaxed you know and also give you this like 
sense of just like epic spookiness at the same time. Yes. Um, so, you know, that's a good album if you want to feel like, you know, you're in the woods in the middle of the night. <laughs> it is um, also a good love making album. That is what I would call sex metal. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um okay right on well okay so what's uh what's 2022 look like for you guys you said uh coming up shortly you got the record release show and then Mm -hmm. anything else on the schedule or yeah um we're working on some tours and we're really trying to get out there and uh promote this album as much as possible uh we have a bunch of stuff being worked on right now but nothing's like set in stone yeah uh we're really just trying to stay busy from i'm gonna say like april well into the summer um it's just honestly it's a matter of whether or not it's going to happen because of it's it's not only that like the whole safety issues it's a lot of the people it even uh, you know from like an industry standpoint a lot of promoters aren't as willing and rightfully so sure to give out guarantees to smaller bands that they don't know will draw mm-hmm. you know um because you know, everybody's hurting right now. There's a ripple effect that people aren't even thinking of in that regard. And then you try and, you know, get some stuff going. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay. So this really does suck. <laughs> yeah. But uh, provided uh, everything works out, we, we're going to stay relatively busy. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, we promoted that. We really promoted this album really hard. Yeah, from like October until uh, well now, uh, released some videos. You know, did all this, uh, whatever. So it's sort of, I guess we're gonna come off the like the brand new album promotional cycle, yeah. and then just get used to uh, like playing those songs, and mm-hmm. uh, the newness can die down. We can become a little more familiar with it, which would be really nice. Awesome, man. Well, you know, I, I suggest anyone that's listening, um, you know, if you if you dig, you know, some of the stuff that he's mentioned, you know, some of the influences, you got to check out this Restless Spirit album because it's a little bit of that, but it's so much more. It's 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 awesome. Blood of the Old Gods is available now um, and you can pick that up on CD on vinyl. You can stream it. Um, and uh, I do suggest doing that. Hopefully we'll be able to see you on tour. But I have one final question for you before we go. It's a question I ask sure. everyone. It's uh, it's kind of odd. So if you can show us, please do. But otherwise, okay. <laughs> pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it and show us if you can. Uh, let me let me see if it's still there. You know, okay. sometimes they uh, or where it really is. I forgot. I have a huge knife scar on my leg. Jesus. That my wife did. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I had this big hunting knife just laying around. And she saw it. And we were joking around. And I was like, I bet you wouldn't stab me with that. And she said, okay. And did it. Um, and I was bleeding a lot. And it, I found it really funny because I'm insane. Yeah. But I don't even know where it is. It's somewhere on my leg right now. Sorry, it's kind of dark in here. Oh, it's all good. You don't need to show us. We can oh, just it's, picture it's, it. It's it's oh. right here. I don't know if you could see that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She stabbed you. <laughs> oh, she's cool. 
we don't we don't act like that anymore that was okay. when we were younger psychopaths but uh for anyone worried about our mental health <laughs> god damn you need to write a song about that the only other scars I, I have a one scar on my body that like really stayed there since it happened from chicken pox so that's not very interesting the brutal chicken pox i like it yeah well that stabbing dude that that's uh, there's a death metal side project with that song <laughs> ready to be written i like it yeah awesome well paul thank you so much for for taking the time any final words for uh, the audience today uh listen to the album and pick up a copy if you like it because we worked very hard on it how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50 plus Receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.